0: history 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 hi i'm lisa
1: And I'm Jim.
0: As you may be able to tell from that absolutely delightful intro, Jim has now caught the COVID from me.
1: We both have the COVID. Well,
0: yeah, I have the post-COVID, so I have the, I still feel dreadful, but I'm no longer infectious. I don't think I have ever seen a lateral flow test quite as positive as yours was. In fact, it was almost positive before you even did it.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) It looks like he's taken a a purple Sharpie. Wow, to uh to the awful. test so yeah not so great so we are doing a minisode we are yeah, yeah we're doing the them. we're doing the covid minisode so i've had a look and found some kind of cool things that have happened in archaeology and history over this past month
1: excellent bit
0: of news which i thought would be interesting to have a look at and have yeah. a chat at what's
1: in the news
0: what's in the news in history and archaeology well archaeology which feeds into history yes. basically yeah, yeah. some cool discoveries which are maybe not necessarily complete well they're obviously history based because they're old but <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's definition like, of history yeah they're just you know they were just cool things that have happened and i thought oh, I'd, I'd quite like to uh to tell you about that they're and nice. then also it has been noted that I may not be the best at geography. I don't know where this has Slander, come from. Slander. I know, slanderous comments. I don't know where it's come from. I'm obviously spectacular. I'm just luring you all into a false sense of something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just send me to Canterbury. So... Jim is going to quiz me.
1: I'm gonna ask some geography questions. You are going to
0: ask some geography questions. What I didn't tell him though was that I'm going to ask him some history questions. Oh brilliant.
1: Yeah. Okay. Didn't because tell him. my brain is really. Your on brain fire is right absolutely
0: now. firing on all cylinders, isn't it? So let's uh, let's get into this minisode. Okay, first bit of news for you. A small clay figure has been found in Bavaria. It's been suggested that it is a depiction of a goddess and it was found in a gully near a Hallstatt period settlement. Okay. Do you know anything about the Hallstatt period? Uh, I'm just calling it Hallstatt because it's Bavaria yeah, so instead yeah. of it's, saying Statt. It's
1: in in effect it's, it's a part of what we what we call the Iron Age.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So it's 8th so, to 6th century 3 BC.
1: BC. Yeah. So it, it's 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 what most people might still think of as, like, the Celts. Right, OK. Um, it's Halstatt culture was that first flowering of the Iron Age that came across to Britain as well, but was born on the continent. Cool. So that's cool. That's really cool.
0: Well, this, it's about 19 centimetres tall and has got um, sort of...
1: That's quite big. It
0: is, and it's got holes in the side of its head, which seem like it might have had... to oh, so like,
1: pendants? Pendants
0: p- pendant and jewellery, yeah. like earrings and things... And because it's so it's big, it's a
1: conversation piece. That isn't it? Because like it's, twenty yeah. centimeter long but because it's so, clay figure on around your m- neck. How
0: 19, much? 19, Nineteen
1: centimeters, is, I mean twenty. It's,
0: it's a bit. It's, it's not a pen. Not a pendant. It's like a. It looks like yeah, a like kind a, of a statue. statue. So it's like it, an
1: eight-inch statue hanging around your neck.
0: I don't know whether it would be hanging around the neck though, because it was in a gully, so it's a deposition. Uh, you see. So the reason that it's been suppose that it's a goddess is because of this because of where the jewelry would have been added to it so to sort of ornament it and also because it was found in this gully the gully was full of water Uh, yeah and so it seems to the archaeologists who've been doing the excavation that the people will have been drawing water from the gully and they've also found fragments of ceramic vessels glass tools those kind of things But there's no water damage or um, patterns that show that it's been washed.
1: Washed that way. It, yeah. Washed
0: that way, if that makes sense. It's very much a case of it looks like it's just been deposited because there's no signs of any yeah, kind of okay, um, so like ero- erosion, yeah. erosion yeah. that kind of thing. So it looks like it might have been a deliberate deposition like a ritual offering to a water deity
1: sounds legit to me yeah yeah. so
0: i mean i'm assuming that that's quite a
1: it's certainly a thing thing. (laughs) it's certainly a thing from certainly from the bronze age through the iron age and then even into more more modern times <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're archaeologists uh, yeah. you know Any anything that's a it, anything that's ad is basically modern
1: yeah um <laughs> but yeah it's it's a it's a big deal certainly during the bronze and iron ages this idea of votive deposition in a watery context is what we chucking stuff in a pond yeah so there's great big bronze age hordes quite have been found in in watery places mm-hmm. and these are prestige items so they it's um what we call conspicuous consumption yeah. it's the act of taking something super valuable and taking it out of circulation and by that act proving how kind of rich and powerful and, you are and, and therefore yeah devoted to the gods to sacrifice something of such value yeah um and which i guess is
0: why they find really good well-made swords and so on yeah. Yeah. because they were expensive items. I mean, metallurgy at the time still will have been... To it's, a certain extent? I mean, or... to a certain
1: extent, yeah. The uh, sort of uh, Hallstatt and the following uh, Latin cultures, the quality of their iron working on their prestige items, so weapons, was exquisite. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where we get sort of this early Celtic art from. I'm doing Celtic in You
0: are. In he's colors. doing the little kind of, um, yeah.
1: Also, by the point of the Iron Age it's perhaps moved a little bit more from the early Bronze Age, like 2,500 BC, when it would literally have been like magic, making metal from rocks. Yeah. It's, I think it's probably fair to say it's much more of a craft by the Iron Age because yes, you've yeah. got more everyday items being made from, as well as prestige items being made from iron.
0: You've got vessels and so on being yeah.
1: made from iron. So. Yeah, and and some other more precious metals as well. But it's called the Iron Age because that's when they because started. The, yeah. yeah, they yeah, have the technology to smelt at a high enough temperature to generate iron.
0: No, yeah, yeah. that's really cool. So, where do we. Because archaeology is very much based on sort of assumptive reasoning, a lot of it. So, where do we get the idea of the it being deposition from? Where does our understanding that the relationship? So, if you go and you find, say, a sword in a pond, mm-hmm. where does the ne- where does that leap come from? That thinking that it was a ritual deposition rather than somebody went out on a boat and dropped their sword. Yeah. Where does that come from? For us, uh, like our, where's our real life evidence for that that we can
1: Okay so transpose? for starters it's a balance of probability. Um if we'd only ever found one or two swords in the middle of lakes, then <laughs> you might you might be pushed more towards an Occam's razor of chance loss. Yeah. But when you start to find across culturally related but geographically dispersed groups right the way across northwest Europe and you find hordes of of metalwork mm. in the same place and in some cases, it's clear that certain bodies of water have specific significance.
0: And that sort of ritual and sort of spiritual meaning. There's clearly,
1: yeah, there's yeah, clearly there's a clearly. focus of belief yeah. going on around these places.
0: And is that because of what the kind of things that are found? Is it because of settlements being nearby? What kind of evidence is there to indicate that these are...
1: I mean, Place,
0: or is it just the amount? That's it's the found amount. It's
1: the amount that's found generally, and the, and the fact that that is is a perceivable pattern in what we can see now. So yeah. archaeology is a snapshot into very specific bits of the past mm-hmm. in lowland sort of watery areas, mm-hmm. Iron Age, uh, later prehistoric and Iron Age settlements, villages, towns can be quite difficult to find and so we've got these rare examples around in britain so the most recent one is must farm which was late bronze age through i think into iron age where it was a lake settlement so therefore the houses and the timbers are just preserved exactly where Mm. they fell yeah that's super rare so, uh, is it
0: normally that they've been that things have been ploughed out? Yeah. Is that normally the kind of the reasoning? And um, quite
1: just, simply in the lowlands, they often they didn't build with stone. So all we've got is postholes, yeah. shadows of where timbers and used to be. We've,
0: as archaeologists, we've all seen how difficult it is to find postholes. I mean, you can see a posthole and then the, a cloud can go over the sun Ooh. or the sun can <laughs> yeah. change position slightly. It was like, oh... I'm sure there was a post-hole here. So,
1: in, the, in the words of our uh, former university colleague, Johnny Shipley, post-holes man, they come and go.
0: <laughs> yes, Johnny. That's a,
1: you're not wrong. You are
0: not wrong.
1: Um, and they're difficult to find. difficult to find anyway. More often than not, our recent understanding of these this kind of archaeology, so right the way through from the Neolithic, the New Stone Age, the Bronze Age, the Iron Age, where they're building in this way, where yeah. we've got very limited remains vast majority of our knowledge comes from big quarry sites, big road schemes, where we have to strip the soil off these huge, vast areas. That's really the only way to find them. Otherwise, you're incredibly lucky to land on top of it, because there's it says, nothing above ne- ground to it tell says, you it's it's a, there. Ne-
0: it's a needle in a haystack.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so, or
0: a post hole in a field. Yeah.
1: I mean, I could, this could very easily get into quite a complex and
0: nuanced chat. Oh, it chat, could. I was but, just really... Yeah. I'm, just, uh, I'm just interested, and I thought that, well we have an expert in the house so why not <laughs> why not d- dive into your yeah. uh, your knowledge and understanding even though the the fact that you look like you're about to collapse.
1: I feel like I'm melting. Am I melting? You
0: look like you're melting. I think he might have a fever. I'm being really kind here. <laughs> I tell you what, I will obviously stop this podcast if he does look like he's about to pass out, but for now I'm just gonna, you know.
1: Yeah, if well. there's a if there's a clunk and then a bit of a then a musical <laughs> sting and then a break. Then, yeah. And you know what's happened. Yeah.
0: Okay. A quick one, which I thought was really interesting. The remains of an ancient mosque has been found in the Bedouin city of Rahat in the Negev desert in okay. Israel. And it's more than 1,200 years old mm. and it's been unearthed. And it gives a really good insight into the sort of transition from Christianity to Islam. And it's one of the earliest known mosques that's actually ever been found well, worldwide. Yeah. So I just thought that that was really interesting that to is, kind of yeah. mention about this yeah, kind. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so what date was it saying? About Was Well, it's
0: 1,200, so, so about 800 AD. 800, AD. 800, so modern.
1: so <laughs> Yeah, so you're about, what are you, about 150 years after the Prophet. So that is that is a really early Expansion period. Yeah, it was found
0: then. in a sort of. I think it was found in a kind of complex, and it's a much larger. It's with the and uh, the alignment and okay. me. Well, to like the Mecca alignment yeah, is yeah, correct, yeah. and there's been various finds and everything. And yeah, it's been pretty Fantastic. pretty much confirmed. Oh, that keep an it eye on is that because that that it be an early mosque.
1: Yeah, we'll see if the. I mean, there'll be something published on it. I'm going to keep an eye on that. Yeah, keep an eye on yeah, it. Because it's because that's
0: Very interesting. And the third bit of news, so I've got the interesting things coming after, but I thought I'd just do three kind of mm, bits of news because yeah. there's a lot of things yeah, that yeah, are found yeah, yeah, in yeah. archaeology. But there's been some Aztec burials found. Ooh. Um, yeah, so there's an Aztec, uh, Aztec, an Aztec dwelling with four child burials. And it shows real evidence of the sort of harsh living conditions during the Spanish colonial rule.
1: Okay. So, um, yeah, this is as late, late Aztec under uh, colonial period. Yeah.
0: So Cortez. So this is basically on the outskirts of Tenochtitlan.
1: Tenochtitlan,
0: yeah. I was Because yeah, it's got the thing. Uh, I was just, it was like, I'm sure it's ch in the middle. Yeah. 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 Um, Tenochtitlan. Titlan. Yeah. So Cortez discovered I'm doing the, little, like, the, the finger things here in 1519 yeah and there seem to be sort of good relations but as with all of these things
1: yeah good relations only last so long when it's colonial relationships
0: yeah so the colonial per- period actually starts in 1521 Mm-hmm. So it's 1521 to 1821, so it's actually a long time. Yeah. What they did was they basically expelled the indigenous people to the periphery of the city. Yeah, I was going to say that
1: it was it wasn't 300 years of happiness. It was serious right. suppression of indigenous culture. It was, culture, like, wasn't it was it? the yeah.
0: case. It was like we this is ours now. All the rest of them get rounded up and shoved out to the outskirts and like, well, if you die, you die. Yeah. And so they had to do what they could, do what they could, live how they could. And there was, during the Spanish rule, the religious practices and cultural traditions were outlawed. So Aztec traditions were outlawed, uh, outlawed so, so yeah. ritual, de- ritual burials and all of that kind of thing, punishable by death generally mm-hmm. speaking so these four burials have been found and two of them have deposited offerings right. and quite quite a lot for the fact that these people had nothing and it shows almost to the archaeologists who've done the discovery a sort of defiance of that taking away of their traditions and their beliefs and everything. Yeah. It's like we don't have very much, but you know what we're going to stick our fingers up to the Spanish and we're going to do we're going to bury these children as we think that they should be buried yeah. But one of the things that has been shown is that one of the skeletons that was found has indicators of criba orbitalia, which is a disease associated with anemia, infections, mm-hmm. parasitiosis. Well done. Um, so I'm assuming that's something to do with parasites. Yes. Okay. And massive dietary imbalance. And so there's evidence within the bones that these people were suffering.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, massively
0: suffering uh, as far as the sort of health and well, everything I think I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's exceptional. I've um I've excavated bodies with crural uh, orbitalia. It's like pitting around the eye sockets. That's mm-hmm. that's the that's how it's symptomatic
0: okay. in the how skull. Would that in, in how would show and how that show when they were alive?
1: Uh, it or is it
0: something it, that is only, is that, it just a kind of? In, skeletal, a skeletal indicator. indicator. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but you you would be able to tell by looking at someone that they suffered from these other things. Yeah. It, it's indicators, like say malnutrition, anemia, Massive, or yeah. all of this sorts of stuff. Yeah, and it's uh, it, it's an indicator of sort of deprivation mm-hmm. in many ways of um, of real hardship and life. In many ways, not surprising, but great to have some scientific evidence It for is, it.
0: isn't it? And I thought it was in... The reason I pulled that up as well was because of doing the Roanoke episode. Yeah. So we're in the sort of... 50, we were in the 1500s. This is actually what? Because it was in the 80s. So this is what? 50 years before.
1: Yeah. yeah so this yeah. is
0: 50 years prior to Roanoke. And it was, I just thought it was really interesting to take a look at what was going on due to the Spanish Absolutely, yeah. um, Spanish, and also because we're going to be looking at El Dorado and and this sort of.
1: It is. It's. It's all part of the same sort of theme, really. This, uh, the the gradual colonization of the New World, (laughs) in various, in various forms. But the same themes come up again and again. Obviously, colonialism bad. Lots of massacres. Indigenous people ill.
0: Yeah. Okay, do you want to know something cool? I do. Uh, excellent, excellent. A cold sore virus has been detected in ancient human remains in Estonia. Cool. Yeah. So DNA from a strain of the herpes virus was found in blood vessels of the teeth in four people from the 6th century AD. Wow, that's oh, great. No. And there's also um, 600-year-old remains from the east of England as well. Okay. But, yeah, 6th century AD.
1: That's brilliant. That's really pushed it
0: back. Because that shows how far we have come as well Mm. scientifically with being able to extract that kind of information from bones. Because that would not have, like, even 10 years ago, that wouldn't have.
1: No, no, no. Like, when we were doing our
0: degree 25, right, a lot of years ago, That wouldn't have been something. No, no, it wasn't
1: even on, it wasn't really even on the radar at that point. This is, this has happened in the last five years max. Really the main advances in the publication of good quality data based on like ancestral DNA and ancient DNA have happened in the last two years, 18 months to two years. And it's only going to accelerate from here. What we're, what we're able to tell about genetic makeup, movement of peoples, all of this is, it's going to be huge.
0: Previously, the oldest herpes virus genome was recorded from a New Yorker from
1: 1925.
0: (laughs) So that is quite the... It's quite the
1: leap, isn't it? Quite the
0: leap, quite the difference. So comparing the ancient to the modern strains of the HSV-1, it looks like there was a common ancestor that emerged maybe around sort of 6,000 years ago. Okay. And it... I, I'm not sure where that's come from, but I'm, I, I'd be interested to find out more about that. And yeah, yeah. About well, the sort of comment. We might
1: have to wait for the publication of the actual yeah, paper the actual related to that. Uh, but yeah. But
0: it looks from what they were saying that there was the possible spread to Europe during the Bronze Age of the virus was probably aided by the invention of romantic kissing (laughs) and I was really interested in that so I started to do some research because romantic kissing is something that we kind of just take for granted but Mm. actually it's I was about to say modern invention (laughs) but do you know what I mean it's kind of
1: yes it's not inherent to sort of like the... It's not inherent to yeah.
0: necessity for copulation no. and, and everything. It's actually, it's for enjoyment.
1: Yeah, it's not part of the sort of like primal, like id of the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So there are four, is it Vedic or Vedic? Sanskrit texts. Vedic. Vedic. So n- neither of the two that I actually pronounce then. Four Vedic Sanskrit texts, texts from 1500 BC, mm-hmm. which is descriptive of people kissing for enjoyment. Okay. Uh, there's obviously the Song of Solomon from the, um, the Old Testament, yeah. which talks about uh, the smoochies.
1: Yeah, very difficult to date, but yes.
0: Well, we don't, yeah, I'm just, I'm just giving, yeah. giving information. Who knows when it comes from. And did you know that the Romans had three categories of kissing?
1: I didn't ex- especially, that doesn't it doesn't surprise me though.
0: Three categories of kissing. You have the osculum.
1: I know about osculum because which is, the, which is just a kiss.
0: It's the cheek kiss. So yeah. I think it was often kind of like as a greeting or to signify agreement with something. Yeah. That kind of maybe. Yeah,
1: so it's 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 the what we still see in terms of southern Mediterranean Multi cheek mm, kiss, mm, yeah, all yeah, of that lark.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You you possibly could actually envisage what I was doing then when I did that. There's the Bassium. Okay. Which is a kiss on the lips. And then there's the Savolium, which is the deep kiss.
1: Ah.
0: Oh. And did you know? <laughs> I don't you probably you probably did. But you know the when you get married and the you may you may now kiss the bride. Yeah. And you sort of see all the sealed with the kiss. Yeah. That actually comes from The Roman, that comes from the Roman times, where it was started as a tradition that to become betrothed, you had to be seen to be in a passionate kissing embrace by a group of people. Yeah. A group of people had to see you kiss passionately. (laughs) And at that point, you were then betrothed. That's where it kind of comes from, that it's a a signifier of joining together. That's cool. Yeah. And also... (laughs) Something else, something else I just I didn't know, but makes all the sense in the world. Do you know that Henry the Six actually banned kissing made it illegal
1: why would he do that
0: Well, it was in fourteen thirty nine so okay. what was going on do you can you have a in fourteen thirty nine kind of he did it in fourteen thirty nine
1: uh, well, you're 90 years after the Black Death, so it's not that. Was there another plague kicking mm. around? Yeah,
0: it was Black Death. There was still massive spread. Um. And so Henry the Sixth banned kissing, not because he was a git, but because he didn't want to. Yeah. Care. He didn't want there to be more spread of the Black Death. Lockdown, like they did. masks. Just basically a lockdown and yeah.
1: yeah, kissing lockdown.
0: Basically the same thing, I guess.
1: Yeah. Good on Henry, public health.
0: Yeah, another couple of bits of news. <laughs> a possible medieval pub has been discovered in northern England. Really? Yeah. In Humberside. So they found pottery beakers, really well butchered carcasses, jugs, that kind of thing, in a really large building in a sort of in the middle of a settlement dating from the thirteenth century. It's been supposed that well, it would make sense that there are that there are hostel of course there yeah, are yeah. hostelries. Yeah, absolutely. And so it looks very much like the kind there's only the kind of things that you would find in a pub. Yeah. That have been really? found. So Sounds yeah. legit to me. In eastern Yorkshire. So in, in uh Boo. <laughs> but still still Yorkshire. It's not like yeah, West it's, Yorkshire.
1: It's weird Yorkshire, isn't it? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so it looks like they've actually found a pub, so that's kind of cool. That is. I like uh, That's that. pretty cool. And the last little bit. The United States has finally repatriated some looted artefacts back to Cambodia.
1: Oh, well, well done, finally. Yeah.
0: The items were sold to US museums and private collectors, and they had false providence
1: provenance I,
0: I meant i said i meant provenance but for some reason i said providence um false provenance would you like to explain what provenance is for anyone who might not know out there
1: uh, it's proof of where it comes from basically yeah, yeah
0: basically, basically it. yeah it's like you're kind of i bought it at the you know it's like when you get a thing saying you bought it at this time at this place yeah. so it's like you're almost like your warranty yeah yeah it? like
1: a receipt and warranty Yeah. And, Proof that it is what it what you claim it to be. So it's very important for artworks, um, historical artifacts, things and like that. And
0: making sure that people aren't looting and yeah, selling absolutely. them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So making sure that they are legally yes obtained, which these weren't. They've been. It's been proven that the provident. Prof, yeah, I've said it now, and now I can't say anything else. Provident <laughs> provenances were false. They basically the museums and collectors have given them back. Excellent. So, yeah, the... more
1: more of this sort of thing.
0: Yeah, when did the Elgin Marbles go back?
1: <coughs> they haven't.
0: <laughs> they haven't. No, they're still like, there, aren't they? In I the don't British know. I haven't been to the British Museum since I was a tiny tart.
1: Yeah, no, still there. They're
0: still there. So yeah. the El... so they haven't certainly. were
1: last time I went,
0: <laughs> they haven't given. Oh, that wasn't that long ago, so they haven't given the Elgin Marbles back.
1: No, no. I mean, they like. They... So much of the British Museum is just things we stole from around the world oh, absolutely, as, as is the case with like, yeah, like the Berlin Museum all the all the big colonial museums of the old colonial powers are still absolutely stocked with stuff because yeah. we can't let people look after their own things they might not know how to do it right. <laughs> It's ridiculous. I, I'm yeah. I'm a repatriator. That's that's my philosophy. Yeah, I, I mean we, we, we would
0: have absolutely back. nothing, but we would just be walking around. We've got loads, We've got of, got our loads of our own history, yeah. history. We've got loads of our own history in archaeology. Yeah. And we don't need stuff from elsewhere. No. Unless it's obtained properly. No, even like then. even on low, I think we should I think we should um, have a system of loners.
1: Yeah, well we we do to a certain degree. But generally it's between the, the the large institutions still, like large Western institutions. But there's, yeah, let's do that. Let's I do think that, that would be
0: really interesting. Just kind of a share, a, I don't know, so much better, a sort of a world sharing. So it will be like, we can send Bronze Age artefacts from our to Australia and mm. we'll borrow some of their Aboriginal
1: yeah, I mean when you get into indigenous and Aboriginal stuff that's a different sort of to a certain degree that starts to get a little bit more complex why um because of the modern relationships with peoples that are still um like particularly in Australia the the treatment of Aboriginal oh, peoples through the 20th century it's
0: been horrendous I know like, but I was just thinking that what if why would that be a yeah. and I'm I'm kind of playing devil's advocate to a certain extent, but I'm just wondering why it would be an issue to try and make people more aware
1: because they're not uh, artifacts relating to. It's a very fine line. It's an incredibly nuanced area, but artifacts relating to, let's say, Aboriginal culture, as an example, they're not just historical artifacts. They are, they are living. They are cultural culturally significant items for a living culture yeah
0: and so we're talking so the better thing obviously is to do a swap from dead cultures but between to a certain degree yeah
1: i mean there's always I mean, going to be how
0: yeah. exactly
1: where do you draw the line where do you say a culture stops living when do you say a culture is because like how do we identify with uh, sort of saxon artifacts Technically, like Anglo, the Anglo-Saxon period is the origin of the country of England. Here, yeah, they came from Germany and Denmark, but there's lots of people uh, still identify their culture as that. So, are Anglo-Saxon artifacts to be considered part of a living culture, or are they historical artifacts? As you see, it's it's a grey area, it's a muddy line. I'd say they're historical artifacts mm-hmm. because we don't have anyone who is like walking around speaking Old English or Middle English. Yeah, but it's it's a hugely complicated and ethically dodgy area.
0: <laughs> so therefore, the suggestion doesn't work of repatriating uh, things and then just doing swapsies.
1: I I think you can do cultural exchange of artifacts,
0: which is what I was suggesting. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I'm saying, yeah, no, no. I was, <laughs> I, I'm
0: just no, no I no, agreed no. with
1: you. It was purely no, no. on the the case of things like in, uh, indigenous, indigenous cultures, yeah, indigenous cultures, yeah. which are still. Which is, yeah. and have suffered severe persecution through the course of the 20th century or things no, that's, like that and
0: yeah. I yeah I get that
1: yeah but, other um, than that, but no, certainly, no I agree entirely and, and I
0: certainly think that very much like there was the repatriation of first people's mm. relics and yeah. um, and bodies and so on they've been given back to yeah. the people I certainly think that that would be something that a lot of museums should really consider. Um uh, that if they are if they have artifacts of a culture which is still living, mm. a still living, breathing relationship to the past and to the ans- their ancestors, I do think that there should be some serious consideration given to yeah. repatriation of those artifacts, certainly.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And and it is a hot topic at it the moment. Is, and it's a
0: very thorny topic and this is very much purely my, yeah. This is very pu- much purely my opinions. So. Yeah, just us
1: having a little natter about it, rather than trying to put sounds like the definitive conservation philosophy <laughs> for.
0: People have been trying for so many years. Yeah. I don't think we're going to do it sat in our back room. New no. with COVID. No. Nope. <laughs> okay, so I think that's my that's my roundup of uh, news. In, interesting news. There's been a lot more. So if you are interested, just take a look at the the CIFA website and current archaeology and just yeah t-
1: cpa council t- archeology
0: you know yeah. go go and go just go and google what's new in old news stuff. you'll find loads it's really, <laughs> it, and, and you will you will find loads <laughs> so the next bit i'm kind of dreading this
1: it's the jim gives you a quick geography quiz before he melts
0: Oh, I've got a history quiz to give to you though.
1: Oh.
0: Do you want right.
1: No, I'll 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 ask you some quick questions because we need to establish your base level of geography knowledge.
0: How many questions?
1: So, I have I have 10 questions I found online which seemed like a nice spread, but it did occur to me that the main the main issue we discovered during the Roanoke episode is What's where in the United States? Well,
0: what's where in general?
1: I mean, what's where in general? I mean, but...
0: like literally, I could, I'm pretty much okay with the seven continents. Okay. I'm, I, I mean, I still have to have a think when I go Arctic and Antarctic, and then I have to That's kind of which go, oh, has really, got penguins. There's, there's only yeah. It's like where's the penguins? Can't remember. But then certainly, if you go towards sort of Asian and like, where is? Kazakhstan and Mongolia, brilliant. And there's the sort of Indian countries and African countries. Not a clue.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, so what I'm going to do, and then, also we'll what? do if Counties we have to do England. another minisode, I'll do a specific quiz. What if you we
0: can, do UK as well, that yeah. Tell me
1: what what we're going to do today. Okay. Is we're going to start off with the United States. Oh God. Very simple very simple very easy i'm going to name i'm going to give you five states one at a time okay and you just need to tell me roughly where they are in uh-huh. the united states okay
0: that's not 10 questions so that's probably- no
1: no i'm 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 scratching the 10 questions we're going to do a baseline What's Lisa's geography like?
0: Oh, gosh. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. so... So no, north, south, east or west? Never each way did we? Okay, yeah, or, I'm
1: good. Or you can do left, right, middle, up, down. We're assuming you're looking at a standard map okay. with east to the right.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm visualising, visualising.
1: Yeah. This is not going to be good. Okay, so let's start, start... Unless
0: it's been in the west wing, I'm not going to have a clue. And even then, I'm probably not going to have well, a clue. Yeah.
1: Let's start with okay, nice and easy. California,
0: West Coast, kind of southish.
1: I think that's spot on. <gasps> it is the southern end of the West Coast, Western Seaboard of the United States.
0: Hey, okay, Very big as well. Uh, it is big, and I am um, yeah. Okay, so we're starting.
1: So we've done that. So that's that's left bottom.
0: Was California the San Andreas? Fault? Is California the San Andreas fault?
1: The San Andreas fault is there, yes.
0: See you know where my understanding as featuring
1: in the film San Andreas.
0: Oh, I was going to say you know where my my knowledge of why I know where this is it's Lost Boys.
1: Oh, okay, there you go.
0: Yeah, it's Lost Boys in California. Wait, it? they t- it's just because they talk about the San Andreas Fault and it's like San D- Dimas or something.
1: No, San Dimas is in um, Bill and Ted, isn't it? I
0: don't
1: know. Yeah, it, yeah. Okay, you're right. It was shot in Santa Cruz. So well done. Well, well. Uh, Good, good '80s movie apart from, knowledge. Apart
0: from the fact that it wasn't actually entirely correct what I just said, but it was, you know, ballpark. it was,
1: it was an effort.
0: Yeah, thanks. I get a what's was like C plus or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, I definitely you, got an
0: A for effort. Oh yeah,
1: you you correctly located that okay. California is in the bottom left. Brilliant. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's go with slightly more difficult. Oh god. Let's go with Kansas.
0: Oh heck. Oh okay. Okay. Lots of wheat possibly.
1: Um, could be said about quite a few states. Yeah, but no. Yeah, I'm just
0: I'm I'm basically I'm trying to I'm doing my best to visualize. All I can see currently is um Dorothy singing um over the rainbow. Okay. We're not in Kansas anymore don't know okay but where, were okay, they but where is kansas i'm still tra- look i'm trying to think don't 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 distract my really really like weird thought process i think it might be kind of south middle
1: south middle yeah you're locking in south middle
0: i'm locking in south middle um but not middle but kind of like below middle below middle below middle going towards the south it seems like a southy kind of place where where
1: might it be heading for if it was heading south from the middle like
0: louisiana
1: i mean that's broadly south middle (laughs) (laughs) if you're a little bit sketchy with the definition (laughs) okay Okay. so kansas (laughs) middle
0: Right in the middle, slap bang.
1: The geographic centre of the contiguous 48 states is in Kansas. Cool. So it's bang in the middle. So
0: totally not down south, like I thought.
1: No, no, you were you were moving into Texas territory. I was t- <laughs> like, yeah, I was
0: thinking that Kansas was pretty much Texas territory, and that's completely and utterly messed with my idea from, super, ideas from Supernatural.
1: Yeah, well, they are from Lawrence.
0: They were from Lawrence, Kansas, and yeah. I absolutely thought that they were they were kind of from the south. But then again, they don't no. sound like they are. Bang in so, the middle. Bang in the middle. Yeah okay It's that okay.
1: like Dust Bowl that's well yeah I mean was. The, it was the yeah, Dust The, the dust, dust Bowl bottle. was an event that affected like the Plains States
0: which are in the 30s where which the plain are part states. of that is yeah. that the middle yeah, yeah. is that the middle stuff middle stuff
1: <laughs> middle. middle stuff
0: <laughs> brilliant middle stuff go, go I mean we
1: are we are from the UK so yeah this isn't shockingly super important knowledge to us
0: no but it's I should know Thing. <laughs>
1: Okay, let's go with New Hampshire.
0: Oh, okay, that is northeast, kind of in a little like kind of spur. And isn't New Hampshire the place that the very first results of an election come through?
1: Well done, well done. There's West Wing knowledge coming through. That's there, the West yeah. Wing knowledge. <laughs> That's,
0: um, I was like, yes, New Hampshire. I vaguely know where that is. It's north. it's, it's-, it's
1: the first primary um that's it's it's not let's not get into the system have the electoral college yeah, <laughs> no because
0: that is really going to hurt my brain because yeah. i have no idea i mean I'm, i've watched west wing a lot and i still don't understand it
1: yeah that's fine but no
0: <laughs> i don't think most americans understand it sorry americans. In, ge- in
1: geographic terms well done bang on new hampshire up in the top right
0: little like
1: yeah, sp- not the most top right. No, but a little but sp-
0: kind of a spoky bit, maybe.
1: Yeah, basically a spoky <laughs> bit. It's <laughs> Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine are the bit that stick out, point out up on the coast.
0: Really nice fall leaves. Yes, I said fall because Be- I was yeah. being all American. Where and people stuff.
1: go leaf peeping.
0: Yeah, leaf peeping. <laughs> that's so cute. I want to peep at leaves. Okay.
1: So that's our first three. Fourth, let's go for an easy one again. Georgia. Oh, God. I mean, it's a medium easy.
0: Shout out to Tiff, because that's where Tiff's from. Yeah. Um, <laughs> isn't it where Taylor Swift's from?
1: Didn't think Isn't Taylor so Swift from Georgia? I didn't. Mm. You think, I'll Google.
0: Okay, that's cool. I think that it's kind of near the Carolinas, because I think that you might have said that in the last episode, when I think you might have mentioned Georgia Ooh. when we were talking about the Carolinas. No, she's
1: from Pennsylvania.
0: Oh, so she's nowhere near nowhere Georgia, near. though. Right, okay. Wow, I am very wrong, then. Okay, so we're looking at southeast.
1: Yeah, I'll give you that.
0: Kind of southeast area?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Georgia sits on top of Florida.
0: Oh, does it? On Is the it? coast. Is yeah, it so it's between so the Carolinas between and Florida. Between the Carolinas and Florida.
1: Yeah, very good. You see,
0: you're better than you think you are. Yeah.
1: And finally, let's go with Idaho.
0: Oh, gosh, Okay. It's the uh, the eyes get me like Iowa, Idaho.
1: Yeah, cuz they're not really near each other.
0: Well, that's great, <laughs> isn't it? That's 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 brilliant. <laughs> they didn't in... conveniently
1: put all the eye states <laughs> together.
0: In my brain, they're kind of all in a clump. Okay, is it is that Big Sky country?
1: Uh no, that's Oh, what's Big Sky? Montana? I think so. Yeah, I think i don't know where that is is big sky Uh,
0: it's
1: right next to idaho is it okay well that's great uh, because
0: i'm like don't know where montana is oh that's next to where i need to know where the thing is okay montana i think it might be kind of northwest
1: i mean it's a reasonable
0: middle northish and kind of okay
1: yeah, uh, I mean it's it's a reasonable guessing as I've given you one that's southwest one that's middle one that's southeast, and one Oh, I northeast. didn't even, that right. You see
0: I, I didn't even think that that's how much I was trying to actually get this correct. I wasn't doing the we haven't had a b on the checklist for a while. Let's go b. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> I wasn't doing that.
1: Kind of northwest.
0: That's what I said. Yeah.
1: No, I'm I'm telling you you are oh, correct. That's right. It's not pro- proper northwest like the northwest coast washington state
0: oh yeah the washington thing
1: washington state in oregon are the northwest coastal seattle?
0: states
1: seattle is in washington it's a city in washington okay. state yeah
0: <laughs> so seattle isn't no seattle isn't a state seattle's a city no
1: okay. no oh okay maybe next episode we'll play a state or city <laughs> quiz <Ooh.
0: laughs> see this is, or capital cities of states that, oh at, state at capitals point. is a nightmare yeah you're good at that though
1: I'm okay at that. You need to be quite good at that. There's that some really funny. random ones, though. Um, yeah, Idaho is landlocked. Um, it's kind of like a weird shape next to Washington and Oregon, sandwiched between Washington Oregon on the to the west and uh, Montana to the east. So I think you did better than you thought you were going to I
0: got. I think I got kind of, we'll say, four out of five. If we smush the knowledge we <laughs> smush it all together and we say, Well, you kinda of got that one, kinda of got that one. I think that I was a good like three point eight to four out of five
1: there. I yeah, I think I think that's that's a solid B minus C plus area.
0: I, you know, I would I'm I'm taking that. Yeah. I'm taking that. Seeing as I thought that it was going to be a case of sit down and think about what you've done.
1: <laughs> and next episode we'll do where is the African country?
0: <laughs> oh, oh, that's going to be even worse. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Oh, that's going to be so bad. And I'm going to feel really bad about it. Well,
1: you've got a little I bit mean, of time I'm to... I mean, pretty much uh, yes. like... Got a little bit of revision time.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I tell you what, here we go. I have three cards. Not difficult, but kind of just, just nice history questions. Okay. And so they're not tricky at all. I think, Jim, I'm thinking that, that these are going to be 10 out of 10s. Oh, that's
1: a surprise. So impression. I have three
0: cards. Pick a card. And then give it to me. That one. Okay. All right. See how.
1: I didn't look at the card. For those of you who can't see. Me.
0: Did not. Okay. Britain thought. This is question one, by the way. <laughs> Britain fought a thirty-eight minute war against which African country in eighteen <laughs> ninety-six?
1: Thirty-eight minute <million>
0: war.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, what was then known as Swaziland?
0: Well, I was going to say I can give you when you don't know if I, I might know a kind of clue towards to the answer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. G- Who give
1: me knows?
0: I might give you a clue to because <laughs> I, mean, I don't have like I just have the answer and then I have to, I'm having to dredge what I might know about the answer to try and give a clue, except it might be wrong because this is.
1: Okay, OK, so the, this is a secret well, clue, a pl- which may is... be correct or incorrect.
0: <laughs> and this is a place, you see. And so it's geography. So it's going to be... So says... you're giving me a geography
1: <laughs> clue. <laughs> yes. Is the answer Idaho? <laughs>
0: <laughs> OK, the, um, um, the clue is Freddie Mercury was from here.
1: Oh, Zanzibar. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: look at that. Yeah, my history knowledge may be shaky, but my queen knowledge is spot on. <laughs>
0: Apparently my queen knowledge is pretty good. My geography knowledge may be shaky. Okay, question two. Which English king died after being struck by an arrow whilst hunting in 1100?
1: Mm. That is William II, William Rufus.
0: Wilder. Well
1: and he was hunting with his younger brother, Henry, mm-hmm. who had absolutely nothing to do with this... Accident, but then mysteriously shot straight back to London before anyone else knew the king was dead and had himself declared king.
0: Oh, well. But he
1: had nothing, but he to, had do nothing the accident. to do with
0: Absolutely, I'm sounds legit and I totally yeah. believe that. Okay, yeah. okay. Question three The Aztec people were native to which modern day country?
1: Okay, so predominantly Predomin- Mexico, yes,
0: predominantly, yes, predominantly
1: Mexico because, yes, yeah, they, 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 there's they do. Aztec remains do spread into other of the Central American countries.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to be another one. That's another one that we, could, we could do.
1: I'm not great at Central American countries. Well, I was going to say, just n-
0: south, south American countries. I, uh, Pat- okay. I know where Patagonia is.
1: It's not a country.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I know where Patagonia is. Don't judge it's, me. It's a region of South America that, of, that spreads okay, over. Okay, I know where, uh, because that's down, down at the south, and you've got La like, Fuego. La Fuego. (laughs) La Fuego.
1: Tierra del Fuego. Okay,
0: the fire. You've got the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh. pub quizzes are great fun with me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next question. Question four. To what did East Pakistan change its name to when it gained independence in 1971?
1: That is Bangladesh.
0: Indeed.
1: Yeah, knew that one.
0: Okay. Question five. How many crowned monarchs were there in the house of Tudor?
1: Crowned monarchs in the house of Tudor. Okay, so we start with Henry the Seventh.
0: I'm putting 14 him,
1: 85. I, that's a thought. Henry Tudor. Boo. Then we go to Henry the. Sorry, was that
0: just one or was that two of uh, them? Just
1: just one. Henry okay. VII. I thought so you, no, said and
0: you said Henry Seventh then said Henry Tudor boo, and I was like, is
1: Henry that Yeah, two? Henry the Seventh, wow. sorry. Henry the Seventh is Henry Tudor boo. Yeah, no, boo. no,
0: this is this is great. I'm I I've here. Hello, archaeology, archaeology graduate and history, and history teacher. <laughs> teacher. Brilliant. Um,
1: so then, Henry the Eighth. Uh huh. Then Edward the Sixth. Sixth. Yeah, uh, young king. Died. Yeah. Then Mary Tudor. Uh huh. Then Elizabeth. Uh huh. Um. I presume we're not counting Lady Jane Grey.
0: No. Was that seven days or formally, nine days? And I don't think she was ever crowned. She, was,
1: she wasn't formally crowned, no. no. Um, and then after Elizabeth was uh, was James I, first king of the House of Stuart. House of Stuart. So one, two, three, four, five.
0: Five is correct. Nice. I'm just going to add part B onto that. So James I, mm-hmm. James Stuart. What is he also known as? What was he originally?
1: Uh, he was James the sixth of Scotland. Very good. Yeah. Because they, they like a James up there. They do. <laughs>
0: Hello, James. You're a James. Oh yeah. Okay, in the Roman calendar, the 15th of March was known as what?
1: Oh, it's the Ides.
0: Now, what is the Ides of March? What's it all about? What does that mean? Um,
1: it's They're just um, specific days within the months had specific names. So there was like the Ides, the knowns, whatever. They, they, they would just happen to be. So every month had an Ides.
0: But the Ides of March is, of has such of, kind of like...
1: Because of JC... Julius Caesar not oh, Jesus was Christ oh was he beware the Ides of March
0: was that what yeah some oh oracle, look oh, here are all my friends oracle. stab stab oracle. et
1: tu, Brute Well, so
0: Shakespeare was the one who mentioned the Ides of March uh,
1: most famously yes I think I think it is understood that he was he was assassinated on the on the 15th of March 44 BC I think which is <laughs> the Ides <laughs> well, of March well it's
0: in Brutus's diary yeah today yeah. I killed
1: <laughs> well yeah I yeah. stabby
0: stabbed Doing things C. to do. Fifteenth of March. Stop. Stop. That one is tablet. Um,
1: but yeah, it's just the certain days within the Roman months had specific names, and they were used for observations of sort of like uh, religious ceremonies or uh, civil parts of the civil calendar, stuff like that.
0: Cool. Cool. Okay. Doing well so far. Or doing well so far. Feeling uh, good. Yeah. Still melting. <laughs> no, we're not far. We're not far off. Question seven: Which is the only ship ever to have been sunk during military operations by a nuclear-powered submarine? Oh,
1: <sighs> must be fairly recent then. I don't know. Um, Belgrano.
0: <gasps> yes.
1: <laughs> what a guess! plucked out.
0: Wow. When was that then?
1: Falklands. Falklands conflict.
0: I'm impressed. Yeah. I was. You see, I looked at this and I was like, General. Belgrano, is that even the right answer? Why is it got yeah. the name of a guy to do with the ship? <laughs> and then...
1: The ship was called the General Apparently Belgrano.
0: the ship yeah, was yeah. called yeah. the General Yeah, it
1: Yeah, General yeah it, was, no, it, was, it was an Argentine <laughs> battleship.
0: Okay, question eight. The 20th of July plot was an attempt to assassinate which leader?
1: 20th of July. That was Hitler, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, was that Project Valkyrie? Uh, that Operation Valkyrie. Operation no, no, Valkyrie. The von
1: Stauffenberg plot. I think it was, yeah. The... 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 I've
0: got a bomb in my handbag. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know it's not. That was an amazing brilliant. snort. I know it's not that. I just thought that that would be. Yeah. quite quite. Yeah,
1: funny. it was. It was. It was the. It was the
0: one with Tom. The, the, you know the plot with. Yeah, Tom the one with Tom Cruise. <laughs> the yeah. plot with Tom Cruise, yeah. <laughs> where Tom Cruise tries to assassinate Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's only got one eye. Yes. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> brilliant. Yes, I think I think it's the, the Operation Valkyrie.
0: Okay, do you want to um, just give a quick... Uh, I mean, quick... you've
1: done it, basically.
0: <laughs> the, Tom Cruise, with one eye, puts bomb in his handbag and tries yeah. to assassinate oh, him.
1: I don't know all the complexity of it, um, but yes. No, but, I'm yeah.
0: asking for a summary, not complexity. Von Stauff, von Stauffenberg,
1: Count von Stauffenberg, played by Tom Cruise in the film Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was one of the leading figures within the plot to assassinate hitler basically and see for peace they knew as most sensible people i say sensible nazis that's a that's a great phrase um <laughs> would have known at the time that they were going to lose the war um mm-hmm. that hitler was making increasingly erratic decisions i mean he had been throughout the war in terms of strategy and so they had this great big plot to assassinate him with a bomb in a briefcase and then Take control of, like, mobilize the uh, in a, what in effect, like, the home guard of Berlin, the 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 stationed forces there, to take to seize control. But critically, the um, the briefcase was moved to a different side of the table. So while it blew up while Hitler was in the room, he was actually slightly protected from the blast, which meant that he was only injured and didn't die. Yeah. The conspirators assumed he was dead, took command, and then uh, I think Goebbels heard from Hitler. And suddenly put everything in motion to stamp out the plot. So it was—it was this critical juncture right. um, towards the end of the war, which could have foreshortened the war and ended up with a peace negotiation. But
0: question nine: Who was the last English king to die in battle?
1: It must be Richard the Third. Very good. Yes, yeah. it was. 1485. <gasps> yeah,
0: and last.
1: bold King Richard, great King Richard. Yeah, superb King. Great. Deposed by the evil pretender Henry Tudor.
0: Okay. Oh, um, we've been invited to next year, by the way, to go and to the Richard the Third like event.
1: Oh, cool! At the car park. Nice.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Shell. <laughs> um, so yes, I think we need to put that in the diary Definitely. to go down and celebrate our um, Richard the Third. Yeah. Our dick. <laughs> Look, I'm a child. I can't help it. Yeah. Uh, last one. Ooh. Oh, this could you know these are good qu- history questions for me because I don't know anything about this. Who was the president of the Confederate States of America during the American Civil War?
1: Oh God, <laughs> my American history is actually not too bad, but it,
0: exactly, but
1: the Civil War period I'd really suck at. I can't remember which which general or politician was on which side, other than Lincoln,
0: um, Robert E. Lee. No, want, he
1: was a he was a Confederate general. Do you
0: want to um draw clue? Yeah, go on. We're just going to call them starships.
1: Oh, so that's that supernatural
0: mm-hmm. Jefferson. Yes, Jefferson Davis.
1: Yeah, Jefferson Davis.
0: What I, my cl- see? Yeah, my clues are somewhat obscure, but they yeah, do but, work. No, I got
1: it. I mean, I'd be amazed if anyone else out there got how I got that clue
0: from Jefferson Starship. Yeah. The, and and it's... It's the
1: Supernatural, the supernatural episode where yeah. they call the, the new breed the, of monsters Jefferson Starships. Starships. Wow. Right. There you go. Brilliant. Thank you for the quiz.
0: No, thank you for the quiz. And I'm quite pleased I actually didn't do too badly. Yeah. And thank you for listening to the news and for telling me interesting things or telling us interesting things. Um. So, yeah, I'm going to allow gym to go and lie down in a cool room for, <laughs> for a moment now because I'm just that kind of kind wife um but yeah do uh, do give us a comment and a rating you can find us on all of your favorite hosting Platforms we're on the socials, as Hist Mist <laughs> podcast, and yeah, I'm going to be doing some research once I'm feeling less yeah. grotty about so the next thing. It, yeah, that's
1: it. It'll either be El Dorado mm-hmm. or. Another rambling minisode. If we're both still feeling like (laughs) that, if we're
0: both still feeling really rubbish, (laughs) then you buy a kind of like the rambling minisode. It's kind of fun.
1: Let's see what the people think before we (laughs) commit.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? The people, the people are great, but also
1: we're masters of our own destiny <laughs>
0: indeed yeah. we are indeed we are so thanks so much for bearing with us during this covid minnesota i hope you've enjoyed it and also have answered some of the questions along with us and we will be back in some form or another as soon in a week or so yeah. in some yeah in some way so yeah take care of yourselves don't get covid it's grim go get vaccinated make sure you're vaccinated and stuff okay to you later to you later
1: talk at you later. Talk at
0: you later! Bye! Bye.